0: Every Arizona
1: homeowner's best friend
0: Ho, ho, ho! Welcome to the Christmas weekend edition of Rosie on the House. Wishing you all the very merriest of Christmases, the happies, happiest of Hanukkahs, season of celebration. I'd like to share with y'all a family tradition that uh, we're going to share with y'all. And it's a very private celebration and tradition that we've made available for you all to listen in on. My dad, Dr. Rosie, who graduated to heaven on Halloween night in 2007, and my mom, Baby Kay, sat down and re-recorded them reading a book called Boudreaux's Night Before Christmas. And if you have any familiarity with the Cajun dialect or the Cajun culture, uh, this is a recording of my mom and my dad reading that book, just like it will have been read by the grandparents of your Cajun friends. Back there in about not early nineteen hundred,
1: I don't believe.
0: Oh, yes. Oh, I'm man. telling you, it's just that good. Oh,
1: so. Right there in Jefferson Davis Parish?
0: Oh, right there, yeah. Oh, right there. Boy. Right there. In, God, they don't. Just, just off in the suburbs by Welch, Louisiana. Uh, Jennifer, where would people be able to jump on and listen to that, that narration?
2: Well, it lives on our website okay. under uh, Romero Family Traditions Christmas, and then also it's been posted on Facebook. And so, you, and it, it actually posts an article. So if you open the article, it has different crazy stuff from our holidays and a link to your folks reading it.
0: Okay. Dr. Rosie and Baby Cape. Hey, and we would be remiss if we allowed this Saturday to pass without at least acknowledging the ceremony that they had back at the Supreme Court in Washington, D.C. this week for Arizona's own Sandra Day O'Connor. Um, I, I've met Miss Sandra. Baby K, my mama knows Miss Sandra, knew Miss Sandra. <laughs> uh, uh, the
3: only time I... Well, no, she came by the house one time. By Baby K, and Dr. Rosie's house one time. Yes. but uh, What I really remember was when she came into Baby K's Cajun Kitchen. Yes. I, when it, they still had the Scottsdale location. Yep. And sat down and ate for, with us on the patio for a little while.
0: Yeah. Well, we'd be remiss by not Tipping the hat and touching our heart in memory of Miss Sandra Day O'Connor and the history, the historical footsteps she's made in a part of American history. Um, We've, you know, with it being the Christmas Day edition, it's only appropriate that we've got a homeowner calling about a chimney problem. And that's a problem we got to get fixed uh, before rainy, Monday.
2: And in a rainy season, for the first time, for how many months? It's yeah. a rainy, uh, Jim, it's a leaky problem.
3: Man, Jim cross-posted with the rain. We're up to Sky Harbor's up to 4.2 inches for the year, where we're usually at like 7.7. Yeah, so.
0: it's been it's been a dry year for sure. So let's get that fi- let's get that chimney fixed like right now, yeah. That Santa Claus he can be coming down there looking at it pretty close, just in a day or two.
3: Jim, good morning. Welcome to the program.
1: I think you scared Jim there morning. for a second. <laughs> Go, Jim. Yes. Go ahead, sir. Okay. Well, uh, last night while I was sitting on my computer, I heard a few thumping, and uh, come to find out, the uh, the flu's leaking. <laughs> okay. Well, we've. We're not particularly. So, so I'm chim- wondering uh, <clears throat> who's who's best to contact about probably just replacing the cap on the chimney.
3: Okay. Well, we actually uh, reached out to Arizona Chimney Sweep. We've got Becky Dolendahl, who's joining us on air right now to help answer uh, the question and what kind of give us a preview of you know anybody with a traditional, old-fashioned wood-burning
0: chimney. What they we, we always talk about being every Arizona homeowner's best friend. I bet Becky Derendahl is Santa Claus's best friend. (laughs) (laughs) Clean that chimney up before I got to slide down that thing. (laughs) Let's bring this Becky in, our chimney expert for Arizona homeowners.
1: Good morning. Yes, ma'am. How how can
0: we
3: help Mr. Jim? He's got a leaking chimney cap. What?
1: Well, let me ask you one real big question. Do you know, is it like a prefabricated metal fireplace where you have a metal flue pipe going up through the chimney and then you have like a metal chase cover over the top of it? Yes. Okay. That's what I kind of thought. I didn't think it was a masonry brick and mortar. Most of those do not leak down through the chimney. Now, are you experiencing the rain coming into the firebox, or do you not see the water? Uh, Yeah, the water is dripping uh, in around the uh, flue opening and into the firebox. Into the firebox, Okay, It could be a cap issue, just the chimney cap. That could be leaking. Uh, A lot of times when it is raining, you got to remember your chimney is an open fireplace on the top so that the smoke can get out. So many times when it's raining at at an angle and it's not coming straight down, it can actually get into the cap and drain down into the fireplace. Uh, That is a common occurrence, but there could also be a problem with your cap where it's maybe not sitting straight So the top is not getting covered correctly. Uh, If it was dripping and you couldn't see the water, then it could be a chase cover problem because it could be going into the shaft of your fireplace. And that is really where you do not want the water to get into. So I would say we just need to take a look at it, see if the cap is correct, see if it's sitting correctly, see if there's anything we can seal or replace.
0: Becky, how would he get a hold of Arizona Chimney Sweeps?
1: So my direct number is 602-439-3218.
0: And while we've got Becky online, I'd like to thank you, Becky. You're the first contributor to the Habitat for Humanity Rosie Buildhouse. Uh, I saw that hit the radar screen. Thank you, dear.
1: Oh, you're very welcome. I we're, guess I always like to set those first records. We're we're
0: gonna get that done, and then you'll get out and take care of Jim's leak and just verify. Yeah,
1: Jim, just yeah, give me a call, Jim, and and we'll get you we'll get you looked at and see what's going on with your chimney.
0: Santa Claus okay, best friend. Well,
1: Merry Christmas, everyone.
0: Santa Claus' best friend, Becca Darendal of Arizona Chimney Sweep.
1: Thanks so much. Merry
0: Christmas. All right, dear. Thank you. We get questions all week long. And the phone lines are open, y'all, if you want to call. You're in between shopping obligations, one late, 767 4348 We get questions all week long. And I've got a question here from Robert. He says, should I have a whole home humidifier installed? Well, Robert, there would be a lot more questions I'd have to ask you. When we close up our homes in the summer, the windows are closed, we try and keep the doors closed, and the air conditioner goes on. One of the, And we're going to talk about this a little bit in, in, uh, later in the show, what, a, what an air conditioner does. But one of the things an air conditioner does is it takes all the humidity out of your house and that's why you've got that little dripping line on the side of your house, the condensate. We continually produce condensate. A three-ton air conditioner in monsoon season with humidity outside of 40 to 60% is going to produce about seven or eight gallons of water a day. So it's significant. And all that water has come out of your house. It's sucking the humidity out of your house, thereby drying the air and cooling it. Even with that running almost all day, the humidity inside your house, if you live there and take showers and have a couple other people taking showers and brushing their teeth and just... uh, it's perspiring inside the house and cooking inside the house, the humidity inside your house is still going to stay north of 20%. So my question is, how much more humidity do you want? And for why are we trying to accomplish it? They do make whole house humidifiers. It doesn't just add humidity. It will, it will give you a baseline for it. But just know this, if you're introducing humidity into your house. I once knew a, one of the one of the biggest cheapskakes I ever met him. I went to high school with him. One of the cheapest guys I ever met, my, I ever knew in my whole life, had a pretty good-sized house. And he would evap cool the living area and air-condition the bedroom wing. Until I finally convinced him, you were driving your electric bill through the roof. You're not saving a dime because all the air you're introducing through that VAP cooler, you're making the air conditioner work that much harder in the backside of the house. Just do your family a favor and you'll save money. Turn on both air conditioners. So anyway, humidity is a peculiar question. Now, Robert, here's one way to think about it. The most air-conditioned city in the world, in the entire world, Is Houston, Texas. Now think about that. Just think about that. Gary, what would you say the average humidity is in
1: Houston, Texas? Equivalent to Louisiana, 150% (laughs) or more. It is. Especially where you're from and where I'm from, right there on the Gulf Coast.
0: And the air conditioners work over time like a dog to death pulling humidity out of the house. So I would need to know a lot more about why Robert wants to do whole house humidification before I could fully answer that. But that's the overall impression I would have of the question. We'll be back right after this.
1: It's the most wonderful time of the year. With the kids jingle-belling and everyone telling you, be of good cheer, it's the most wonderful time of the year.
3: With the most wonderful weather you could expect in Arizona, got some nice moisture going into uh, the end of the year, kind of bring our annual average up a little closer to where it should be, there is... uh, a map that Jim Cross had reposted to uh, the Maricopa County's Flood District, where you could go see all their different rain gauges, and there's you know, some areas that got as much as 1.2 inches, others got a half inch. But regardless, man, that was a, a uh, just something about the rain in the desert. It's not you don't quite get the creosote smell that you do get in the summertime when it's really hot, but man, it's. It, it just the whole the the color and all the greens of the mesquites and the paloverdes they all just turn a different hue. It's beautiful.
2: The mountains too.
3: Beautiful. Oh, and the, how many low clouds have been over yeah. them, and all the pictures of uh, you know they had a time lapse of Camelback Mountain with the oh clouds coming over. It, it was pretty cool. Beautiful time. So we'd like to take a minute, real quick. We do have uh, Fred with Moon Valley that wants to talk about electrical real, we, before we get there. I'm going to quickly go through this list of partners that have joined Rosie on the house in the last year. Now to join, you have to be licensed, bonded, <clears throat> insured, and in business locally, at least five years. You have to go through a background screening process. Um, we do uh, credit checks, uh, background checks, and then there's a uh, guild quality it does all of our customer survey and reviews. So there's a third party that goes, that, uh, does the, the customer surveys and review and then at that point if you're graded high enough then you are allowed uh invited to join the network and we have urban shed concepts now uh that's a great shed solution and they've got a wonderful website where you can go design your own shed and they can go you know they keep a small one i think they have a a 10 by 40 is their biggest one, and they can actually put two of those side by side. So you could end up with a 40 by 20 shed, uh, So all kinds of solutions. They do them for, uh, you know, maybe personal storage, but they also uh, will do them for pets. Uh, if you've got like an urban farm, you've got some chickens, some goats, they they do have a number of customers that use them for uh, their animal husbandry. Uh, some people have used them as kind of like an outdoor kitchen and— And storage unit for their landscaping so whatever case may be there's a a lot of practical uses there and the east valley and the santan area regal bath and kitchens they've got a nice showroom south of uh, mesa gateway airport a few miles and it's really nice as the cities continue to grow and i say cities you know seems like the whole phoenix tucson casa grand just continues to keep merging uh you know we continue to try and expand our partners that you know service those areas so it was great to get somebody in the santan valley for a general contractor regal bath and kitchens uh vicky gorman realty executives deborah atkinson all state insurance uh, aqua therapy tubs that one was a lot of fun uh very unique and niche it was actually in our last hour we covered it because it their article came in as the number two most uh, viewed and read article for 2023 and a lot of great applications. You know, one of the neat things about Aquatherapy Tubs is how it got started. He uh, witnessed his combat grandfather, you know, aging in his life and having trouble being able to clean and bathe. And so that was actually what started it and uh, his, his drive to create this service for homeowners and There is something through the VA that qualifies if you're somebody that needs a a therapy tub uh, and you are a a veteran. And Derek has got the system down packed, so he'll do all the paperwork and processing for you. Uh, Then we've got same-day garage door service, uh, two brothers out of uh, Tempe. glad to have them on board and actually just sent them out on a a homeowner's uh, job that had a broken spring leaf just yesterday. Then armored roofing in Sun City. Now, one of the competitive advantages for armored roofing, you know, they do all types of roofing, and that includes mobile, park, and modular homes, where some of our other partners don't specialize in that type of roof. Armored roofing is that is a service that they uh, provide and train for, for their guys. Mason Pro Services in Gilbert, they are in air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical. Great to have them on board. We had a great Uh, Mixer there with all of our partners at the end of, uh, just before Thanksgiving, the end of November. Nice facility, great family-owned company. Uh, They had been on the waiting list for almost six years trying to join the network, but we've got a limit to how many partners we'll allow per category, and we had uh, another company that went through a merger and acquisition, and this new um, company that, that bought out one of our old partners was not a quality company. They they turned them into part salesmen overnight. So we they, kicked they, them out of the network. That went, that new ownership lasted how long? About eight days? Not even. <laughs> not even that long. It
0: was unbelievable.
3: And uh, well, I'm that they stayed on the network after. Yeah, that yeah. Transition. I mean, yeah. We, we. I mean, the
0: day ownership changed, we started getting complaints. So. So glad that
3: uh, that opened a door for Mason Pro. Glad to have him on board. And then we have Response Crew, a handyman service in Scottsdale and Tucson. They've got offices in both locations. Again, locally owned handyman. And we are so happy to have uh, that service for Tucson. They've been screaming, find us a handyman. When we get back, Fred Moon Valley recirculating pump issue. One triple eight seven six seven four three four eight. That's one triple eight. Rosie for you, Fred. Good morning. Welcome to the program. How may we help you?
1: Good morning. Enjoy your show. I've got a uh, recycled system on my uh, hot water heater that when water comes on, hot water comes on about five o'clock and goes off about ten. Anyway, it quit about a year ago, and it's about time to replace the whole hot water. To, what do you think about these recycle pumps on hot water heaters?
3: They're, they're great and I love them. What he's talking about recirculate is, is, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's not quite recycling. it's a recirculating pump and that way on, and it has to have a timer otherwise it'll, it'll run a lot longer and unnecessarily. But what it does is it takes hot water from your water heater and puts it in your hot water line. So if you've got a long run from where your water heater is to where your master bath bedroom shower is, you know you could spend 5 minutes sitting there waiting for hot water, not 5 minutes, but you know a lot of wasted water down the drain waiting for that hot water to get from the water heater to the shower head where these recirculating pumps do that for you on a timer. So if you get up at 5, you know, set the timer to 4:45 and let it kick on and that way when you're Get ready to jump in your shower, run the the sink. You've already, you've got hot water right there waiting for you. They're great.
1: We like them a lot, Fred. Well, uh, I'd heard that it might be bad for the pipes for some reason. You know, I don't know uh, if that's true or not. But if it seems to work, I think I'll get another
0: one if it. What's does the job? What's the vintage of your home? Uh well, the home's uh, nineteen seventy five. Yeah, so it's copper. Um, you're fine. Yeah, it it was repiped. It is copper pipe. You're in good shape. No, no,
1: no That's worries. Well, no.
0: Yeah, yeah. We we love put them. A new one then. Yep. Go ahead. Go ahead, and go ahead and mount a new one. put it on the timer. Make sure you're on peak time of day use consumption with your utility company. Run it off hours. And uh, you're going to love it. Mine goes on at 4.30 in the morning, like you said, yours does. Mine goes off at 7 because the water heater will stay hot for another hour, hour and a half past that easily. Then it comes back on after the peak hours, about 7.30, 8 o'clock at night for that evening shower or dishwasher load or whatever. So uh, you manage it correctly, and it becomes a hugely effective way to live more conveniently, more cost-effectively, and more sustainably. Appreciate the call, and Merry Christmas, Fred at Moon Valley. I'm trying to think of why
3: somebody would say it would be bad for the pipes. You know, with the, a hot water line, you generally will develop a leak before the cold water line because you've got the heat, cool, heat, cool, heat, cool, expansion, contraction cycle. But um, adding one on a timer isn't going to create any more wear or use on that water heater line.
0: I'm going to have to poll our plumbers next week because I have not heard that concern. I, I hadn't either. So. So I wouldn't worry about that at all.
1: And, and if, and mean, if, if it's a 1970
0: it, home that's been replumbed in copper, I'm quite sure he's got nothing to worry about. Because it's doing the same thing you'd do is,
3: was, when you would turn on the water, the shower head. It's going to bring the water line through, but instead it actually takes all that water and the hot water line that has cooled off and pushes it back into the cool water side so you don't waste that water down the drain. So, yeah, I I would be – that's the only argument I can think of, but it's not a good one. Like I said, it, it does the same thing you would if you were heating it. But time for our weekly to-do, uh, We've something we cover in the third segment of yeah. the 10 o'clock hour, one specific maintenance item on your home that needs to get done. Go we ahead. Little Let push- me interrupt you again. Sorry.
2: Go ahead.
0: <laughs> bip, bip.
2: We got a little pushback on that article this week, Rosie, from the, news,
0: I can, I can from take, the newsletter. I can take pushback.
2: Can you, the <laughs> I'm news, a big boy. The newsletter uh, feature with that article in it used a picture that someone wasn't happy with. And I don't know, maybe I chose that picture. So I guess you need to be editing pictures now, too, because I guess I chose a bad one.
0: Well, um, Kent, if you're listening, thank you for sending in the correction uh, we weren't talking about design of heat pumps and how they should be installed, but he is Kent is absolutely correct. The picture that went out had two of the outdoor condensing units sitting side by side, and that isn't the most efficient way those units are designed to operate. So I'm going to thank Kent as well as I'm going to thank all the homeowners over all my 37 years of broadcasting. And not only homeowners, but tradespeople and experts in different fields for continuing to give us feedback like this so we can make sure anything and everything that's published on our site for in perpetuity will be accurate. And that one slipped by Rosie. I'm the only one to blame. Thanks, Kent. Appreciate it.
2: We make a big promise, you know.
0: Yeah, we do. We do.
2: So be accountable.
0: So the article talks about heat pumps, and they come up a lot this time of year, particularly on a morning like yesterday morning, <laughs> when the when the temperature went in, in in the desert went from you know 80s to a high of 60 with rain. And that's where the older heat pumps really suffer a lot. So, Romy, congratulations on picking this topic a year ago to occur in the article this week after the first first cold rain of the desert. Perfect timing. Every
3: now and then we get it. But, uh, (laughs) man, was it last week we had freezing pipes? And that's not exactly something that will probably be an issue this year. But every now and then
0: it happens. Well, a heat pump, our article just explains how a heat pump works. And most of you... Don't know the difference between a heat pump and an air conditioner, and you don't need to. But a heat pump is an air conditioner in the summer, but it's also your central heating system in the winter. It's different from strictly an air conditioning unit with a gas furnace. Now, where heat pumps have suffered in the past is when it gets below. 30 degrees, 20 degrees, 10 degrees, and is particularly wet. They're not very good at having a warm house when you wake up in the morning. And for a lot of years, we would put an auxiliary heater inside the heat pump, which was just like the coil in your oven, which is the most expensive electrical device you have in your house but we would turn those coils on to heat the air. A heat pump generally cannot produce air over about 92 or 94 degrees. So when you feel it coming out of the register, it's below your body temperature and you think the air conditioner is on or the fan is blowing. Now a unit, a heat pump, constantly generating 94 degree temperature will eventually get your house to the desired temperature. It'll get it to the 76 or the 74 or the 78 that you're trying to get it to on those cold, wet mornings. But what you don't want to do with a heat pump is set it to let the house get cold at night so you can sleep underneath the blankets, wake up in the morning, and then try and warm your house up. If you grew up with a gas furnace, if you grew up in the Midwest... And you had the oil-fired furnaces. That's the way a lot of you lived your whole life. You moved to Arizona, and you try and treat the heat pump the same way. A heat pump cannot do that. It's not capable of doing that. You set the temperature at one setting and leave it alone. And it will maintain that temperature on most days. And more recent units have gotten better at treating cold weather more efficiently. There was a time you would go up in the North Country and you would never expect a heat pump to warm your cabin or your summer home in the middle of the winter. You had to have auxiliary heat surface and a source. But the newer heat pumps are beginning to get more and more capable of handling that. Rosie's opinion. I never own a home that isn't dual energy. I'll never give up my gas. (laughs) It just isn't going to happen. I'll never give up my gas appliances, no matter how many chefs tell me electric convection is better. (laughs) I'm, 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 I'm just too set in my ways. So that's the story on heat pumps. They do a great job cooling your house's air conditioners in the summer. The older units have a hard time warming your house in the winter, the newer units are much more efficient, but regardless, if you have an older new heat pump, do not move the thermostat in the winter. Set it at the temperature you're comfortable at and let it be until May or June when the cooling weather moves in and you got to start using it as an air conditioner.
3: And you're on APS, right? I am, yeah. There's not a lot of APS that's dual energy. You know, a lot of those, you know, you you buy,
0: SRP. You gotta remember my house was territory. built when APS had the gas and the electric. <laughs> and that was before Southwest Gas back in the sixties. So but
3: uh so that was my question. How if you were going to shop dual energy, would you just go to
0: I'd go to Southwest Gas and get a map a service, service of the map, map. the map of the service area? <laughs>
3: And find out, you know, then then narrow your neighborhood down from there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Then you That's then good. you then you get a gas outdoor kitchen. And in the middle of the summer, you use super cooling, and you can cool a three thousand square foot home to sixty eight degrees for under ten cents a kilowatt. Live comfortably and uh, in the best indoor air quality possible
1: find a property with flood irrigation you got a triple threat there you go yeah. right,
0: man you got it all wrapped up right then and there, there i'm telling you one thing for sure chef.
1: and let it be christmas let everywhere it. let heavenly music
0: fill the air let it let
1: anger and fear and hate disappear let there be love that last the year let and it let it be christmas,
3: christmas our new we created a new Holiday Pandora station to listen to. If you didn't know better, or d- if you didn't know who Dolly Parton was, and you listened to this music station, and every time a song came up and you went and looked at the album cover, you would think that's all Dolly Parton did her career was create
0: <laughs> Christmas albums. It must be like uh, nine I've seen so far. I do
2: think she loves her some Christmas. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, here we are, this segment, wrapping up the Christmas weekend edition Of Rosie on the House, the Hanukkah week edition of Rosie on the House. And uh, we want to thank everybody that called out and thanked us. Uh, The calendar handbooks, Rosie branded, have started showing up in your mailboxes. I got mine. So you got yours. Okay. We got lots. We got several phone calls, and Gary, they all thanked Jennifer. So, What is that about?
2: Well, I make a family calendar for the last 10 years (laughs) that Rosie said he was going to make anyway. uh, So it takes me some hours, and I do it on Shutterfly. However, that is not near the level of what we accomplished with the Rosie on the House handbook. My sister, Amy Siver, actually does the graphics on that. She's our chief graphic designer. It's Romy's brainchild, Romy's ideas. She's the designer. Uh, I just edit. I just look for the dots and the crosses and
0: the letters. And...
3: I can't take credit for that. That was a Rosie idea. Oh, yeah, but Rosie
0: has a lot of ideas that never go anywhere. So,
2: <laughs> so thank you. So thank you, Amy. For Sadler. picking up
0: and running yeah. with it
1: uh, eight years ago. Except now. for the one with the toolbox with the tape on it in case you're dealing with electrical. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's a great idea. That's <laughs>
0: right. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Yeah, thank you, Amy, for helping and all you do in getting that handbook calendar out and, and you as well, Romy. Thanks a million. I want to I want to just take a minute. We've got the last segment here. Uh, the next the next broadcast will be in the new year, right? Or are we gonna no, be, we still got gonna, the thirtieth. It's gonna be New Year's Eve, Eve. Okay, or and the twenty Yeah. Let, let me take the holiday edition then, and and just uh, give y'all some takeaways of what I'd like all of you Arizona homeowners to be aware of. And Romy, be prepared to give away our ticket giveaways because I'm gonna make this really quick. We'd love for you to help us build a Habitat home next year. You can go to Habitat for Humanity website and just make your tax, Arizona State tax credit to charitable contributions to Habitat for Humanity, Central Arizona. Market is rosy build, and we can get that home built this year. When we do that, we'll put together all your names and we'll contact you and see if you want to come out and actually help be a volunteer in building the home. If we can get that put together or when we get that, not if, when we get that put together, I'll be joining you all on site and actually showing you a couple tricks of the trade in getting those walls framed up, that Romex run, that sheetrock, hung, the tape, the texture and the paint. I'll be helping and teaching you all all my very own self the way I learned it. My very own self, Romy, You got some tickets to give away, real quick.
3: We do. We've got the Cardinals uh, game for the January seventh. They'll host the Seattle Seahawks. So just text Cardinals to four one one nine two three, and we'll pick a random uh, winner or random number from that uh, in between now and the end of the broadcast in three minutes. So any texts that come in between now and ten. 5650 to be exact. Uh you'll be picked or if you'd rather go to Coyotes?
2: Yes, Coyotes versus Washington on the 4th.
3: On jo- January, January 4th. 4th. Yeah, text Coyote. All right, very good. So, thank you KTAR and their sister station uh Arizona Sports for providing
0: those for our listeners. If you want the Cardinals game, you text Cardinals. Right. To what? Four one one nine two three. If you want the coyote
3: tickets, you text coyotes to what? Same number four one one nine two
0: three. Got it. Okay. Bueno. Thank you. All right. Takeaways from today's broadcast. Who was you That's
3: know a lot? Yeah. <laughs> um, I really liked looking at the top articles from the year. You know, we, next week. We're going to be talking about our top uh, DIY DIY articles, which is something that people are searching for themselves. Like, you know, how to fix
2: most of the time yeah. this, or how
3: to change my air filter. Or, you know, we've got a. It used to be called frequently asked questions, but we changed it to a DIY database because that was, you know, not everyone was in a question form. Uh, so anyway, but the article is something that we produce with our partners and it's just interesting did you notice um so number one was arizona was painting and arizona paint company's been with us a lot of years but number two was aqua tub therapies new partner this year um number five was lighting uh new partner partner this Mm -hmm. year uh with nightworks with nightworks and then we had uh that number three was electrical was that the first time john had ever been in for an hour
2: I think he'd been once before, but I can't Maybe. promise.
3: Yeah. So we've
2: we just was to get the volu- studio. Yeah, you know? where
3: it was volunteered to come in for our nine o'clock hour. We're like, all right, guys, at least once every three years, you got to come through and share your information because there's so much great content,
2: a lot more depth to what they just can discuss. there
3: in yeah. the network that we need to bring in front to our homeowners. So it was, it was neat to see that you know the the new topics that we've brought were some of the highest viewed this
0: year. We, we had to change it from frequently asked questions. To do-it-yourself database, when someone challenged us and said, "Are there really thirteen thousand frequently asked questions?" <laughs> <laughs> and all oh. of those questions that have ever been asked on our show are posted on the website. So that website is like a encyclopedia for you, the Arizona homeowners. Takeaways, babe. I
2: don't know. I'm feeling pretty sentimental today. Oh, I'm just thankful for our. Our part, our partners, and for our homeowners, and just the kind words that are said when they called during the week, and
1: plant your uh, citrus and orange tree right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's your take. Well, okay. yeah, plant it now. All right, there you go. Well, we do wish that you would
0: have the best of family experiences this Christmas holiday weekend. Y'all have a great week, and we'll be back. New Year's Eve, Eve, Eve the thirtieth. New Year's Eve. Eve. For you, the Arizona homeowner.